Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Happy New Year, and if you watch Kirby Enthusiasm, you know that Larry David's upset that I'm saying it after January 7th, and you're not supposed to say ja- Happy New Year, but it's Happy New Year for the Let's Go Ricky Road with Josh Tolley podcast, Bethel Duran, Ricky Romero, Josh Tolley, it's our first one of 2022, where we've been, um, I don't know about you Tolley, but before we get in, like, where's everything else, I can't get over the fact that if you're watching us on YouTube right now, you're not in a studio, where the heck are you Tolley? I'm in the barn, baby, <laughs> I'm in the barn. <laughs> 2022, we're, we're really taking this farmer thing to the next level. So you guys are getting the barn this week. Rick, I like that. Rick, I like that. Get your guy. Get your- <laughs> I like that, man. Hey, that's that's original right there. That's why I was like, whoa, like, where, where are you at nowadays? But there, there he is. Yeah. 45 degrees, boys. 45 degrees here. It's summer. Yeah. 45. Did you guys 45. get snowed in? Did you guys get snowed in yesterday? We didn't get snowed in. We got about a foot. Toronto, our house, they they sent us pictures. Holy shit. Yeah. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> Big sledding party on the hill of the Tollies yeah. yesterday. That was fun. Did you create a maze? No, no maze. It wasn't that deep yet. Uh, I'm hoping by the end of this weekend it will be. <laughs> yeah, uh, we have no idea what Ricky's talking about as a California kid. There's, Ricky's gone all uh, winter on us, man. He's pretty good. This is episode number 68. It's the first one of 2022. And we're just going to uh, talk amongst ourselves. Last time we did a show was December 7th. And then we said, hey, we got to have the holiday break. Ricky's going to Canada. Tolly's going to go all over the place. Uh, I was busy doing football. And I feel refreshed, and I miss you guys. Even though I see Rick when we're golfing, I miss doing the show. And I know people have been hitting us up on Instagram. When are you guys coming back? When are you guys coming back? We're like, we got some things planned. We're going to tinker with the show a little bit. 
as we move forward. More baseball talk and obviously more story talk, all that other good stuff. But uh, it's just been fun. Rick, let's get going with you. You spent, what, three weeks in Toronto? No, I spent about 10 days. It was supposed to be two weeks, but I got really sick, man, right before we left. Um, I got a, I had a swollen tonsil, so I was in the hospital for like two, three days. It wasn't COVID. That's what I thought it was at first. And so I had never slept at a hospital overnight other than when my babies were born. And uh, yeah, it was awful. <laughs> um but luckily, we got that taken care of. I was able to jump on a flight, <clears throat> go to Toronto. Uh, we spent Christmas out there. It was fun, man. It was a good time. Um, obviously, as you guys know, I have a house out there. And yeah, like totally saying the whole sledding thing and stuff like that. The boys got uh, sled it, sleds for Christmas from their grandma. And those things are dope, man. They, <laughs> the ones that they got whole ass. I didn't realize like they have some with like steering wheels and stuff like Dude, like I was, I was more happy. I was more pumped about going up the hill, and 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 getting on it than than probably they were. But uh, Sebastian, halfway through, he's like, "Daddy, I don't know if I like sledding. I hate going up the hill." <laughs> <laughs> and every Canadian watching right now or listening to us is like, "Yeah, man, this is what we do." Totally. Did you see Ricky's kids got skates? Yeah, I knew they would. It wouldn't take long. Uh, the California kids on ice. <laughs> Dude, I was like hooked. Like we went to a little. Uh, Wait, you got race. some too? Hell yeah, bro! Yeah, Ricky was out there. Ricky was Ricky was cutting it up. I, I don't know about cutting it up, dude. Cutting it up. Call me, Luis, call, call me uh, Luis Mendoza. From the <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> there was a few times during that track I kind of kept skidding off the track into the grass, dude, because I couldn't stop. I could not stop to save my life and. Kara had been telling me that she's a great skater, and I was like, yeah, right. And, dude, she shreds, man. She just goes, and, yeah. It, it, it was Ricky, fun, though. So, so, what? When will you understand that she is the athlete of the family? <laughs> I, mean, I can't believe it. It's taken this long? Dude, I'm stubborn, man. I'm not going to give in. But yeah, she's, we all she's are. A heck, she's a heck of an athlete. It, like, skates, and, yeah, everything she does is, like, she's good. Okay, Rick, but – she grew up in Canada, right? Yeah. And Toronto. Yeah. And Toronto kids, from what I've heard, as soon as they're born, they get skates put on them, right? Oh, my God, dude. You see these little kids in that outdoor rink. It, it's amazing. Like, they just fly by you. They're, like, they're like flipping uh, backwards, and they're skating backwards, and you're trying to just keep your balance. And, yeah, dude, it's 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 cool uh, to see that. Um um, shout out to my friend Mike out in Toronto. He he hooked us up uh, with uh, with some skates. He he had me come in. He saw that I bought some skates on Twitter, uh, and and he's like, man, like he's like those those skates are gonna kill your feet. Come to my shop and we'll get you taken care of. I didn't, Josh, you know this because you obviously lived in Colorado and your kids did play hockey for a bit. I didn't know how much stuff goes into like a pair of skates. You get them, they put them in the oven, then they put them back on you. You wear them for 15 minutes, and then, like, they mold them to your feet. Dude, I was I was blown away by by just the skates, like, the, the process for the, the skates themselves. Yeah, otherwise, like, your feet just will kill you after yeah. five minutes of it. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's a whole operation. Wait till the kids start playing hockey. If I could give you any advice from the mouth of Jamie McGinn, he says – 
Learn where played against sports is. Otherwise, you will be broke buying your kids new hockey year every single year. That's where I went and bought my first pair of skates. I was like, all right, I'll go buy these. Bro, I went skating. I could, I felt like I had like plantar fasciitis came back within like 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> the bottom of your foot. Oh, yeah. Killing yeah. me. And uh, so then that's when that guy hit me up. He's like, hey, man, come to my, I have a sporting goods store. Come on, uh, bring your son and we'll, we'll hook him up. So when we got back to the States, we uh, put him in, in skating lessons. He's in his second lesson right now. He's still kind of, you know, learning. Um, but I, I can't wait. I, I'm good friends with Drew Doughty from the LA Kings. So I've been texting with him and he's like, yeah, man, it's going to be tough, but tell him to hang in there. Like it's, he, he's going to love it once he knows how to like, yeah, get the hang of, of skating. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun watching them. <laughs> yeah, that was a, um, you know, in Southern California, they, they do play hockey here in LA. Totally, the Kings well, do a good job. They have their own facility there. Somebody told me that here in I didn't even know this here in Hermosa Beach, it's big hockey town. Yep, because the Kings are five minutes away. Their training facility, and well, when that's the where Kings they, that's where doing skating lessons, yeah, and when but the Kings do a good job with with the Junior King program totally, and so a lot of kids go to the facility and they learn to skate, and all of a sudden they start playing hockey there so yeah there's a big uh junior kings program the ducks have a big program the junior kids and then once the kids get about 11 12 all of a sudden they start looking at those schools in the midwest or something like that or those yeah. prep schools so there is there are skaters i i mean here we create a skating rink at dodger stadium you can go skate in the outfield or uh it's, it's, the, it's the plastic one dude yeah the one where you oh yeah but <laughs> No, 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 no. It's real ice, totally. It's real ice. No, it's not. No, it is. They freeze it in a... It's like a real... It's like small little... I thought it was fake ice. The plastic one. No, it's real ice because you have skates. Uh, Uh, Wait, Dodger Sam, it's a fake one? I bet it is. It's 60 degrees there. Well, at at LA Live, outside of where the Lakers play, there's a a skating rink and they put a Christmas tree there. Now there, those now I know what you're talking about because I've done it because I used to work at ESPN. Our building was right there. My feet hurt after that, but it's cool. I walked by there the other day and uh, uh, I was with uh, uh, Lindsay, a producer from ESPN, who's from Ohio. She's like, "Look at all these Californians getting in line to go skate. Why would you guys ever do this?" I'm like, "Hey, you know what? Leave us alone. We showed up in shorts, okay, and sandals, and we're gonna put on skates. Let us take the picture, skate for five minutes, and be gone with it. Let's go. We don't need all that bundling up stuff." Now, Rick, let me ask you this. For your kids who live on the beach and don't have winter clothes, what was it like getting them dressed to go Horrible. outside? Horrible. <laughs> Horrible. I mean, it, I heard even, like I said, totally uh, his kids grew up in Colorado for a little bit. I'm sure for him it was it was a nightmare too. But getting them to put snow pants, because it's a whole suit, dude. It's like a suit, and then, it, and then it goes over their, like, they put their arms in so that the snow doesn't go in their back. But snow, uh, getting them to put those on and then a heavy jacket, they're like, Diego, our middle one, was like, hell no. Like, he would fight us, throw himself on the ground. Like, they're not used to it, you know. But but I heard that even, like, younger kids at that age, even in, in those cold areas, they – obviously, they grow accustomed to it. But early on, I heard that, that it's a fight with their parents. <laughs> it's a fight. Uh, the best snowsuit you could get is the one piece. Like my kids are now finally growing out of all of them. Oh, um, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. One just piece, so they just slide on, and it's just one zipper. Otherwise, oh my god, putting boots on, tying boots, tying skates. Wait till your hands are frozen, and you're trying to tie skates at five in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> uh, believe it or not, this is a baseball podcast. 
I was just asking my wife because this is what the snow like looks like right now in Toronto. Nope. Wait, that's yeah. your snowblower that's covered up in that's snow. Our house. That's our house. Oh no, that's in front of our house. And I was like, so when you go to school, obviously uh, schools are closed out there. I was like, what do you do? And we struggle getting our kids out of the house with normal clothes. I couldn't imagine having to put on their clothes and then bundling them up to go to school. Like it's got to be, it's it, Beto, it's a whole other process because you can't wear shoes. You can't wear tennis shoes. Oh, uh, you can't? You got to wear boots. No, hell no. Yeah. I mean, they, your feet will be frozen. And frozen. <laughs> well, let me tell you what you do, Ricky. Here's what you do. You send them out with their boots and their coat and their hat and their gloves. And then you got to pack their snowsuit for recess time. And then they can't find their snowsuit. Then they lost their other glove. And then they lost their socks. Now I need heavy socks. I don't mean to bitch, but that's exactly what it looks like. There you go. This is fascinating. And you know, the best part is all the people who are listening to us in Canada or New Brunswick or or the East Coast, like right now, you soft Californian fool. You guys. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, um, uh, A good friend of mine over there was like, because the the Niners played uh, Thursday night football. Uh, out when I was out there, they played the Tennessee Titans, and he's like, "Oh, you soft ass West Coast people, are you gonna be able to hang at eight? Because the game started at eight o'clock, dude." And I'm like, "Dude, I'm ready for bedtime, and the game doesn't end till midnight. And you know, here you get it at five, it ends by like eight thirty nine. Where you know, it, it's all good." And he's like, "Are you gonna be able to hang, you little softy?" And I'm like, <laughs> "It's funny what they think of us West Coast kids, uh, West Coast." I don't apologize at all because it's 60 degrees right now and I'm going to have my, I, t- I just took my scarf off. It's a little cold this morning. So I have no problem oh, with it. God. No, no. Hey, hey. I have no problem being soft. Go ahead. Because Ricky in our group chat sent pictures of the, that snowblower, right? I, I had no idea what that was. And I don't want to yeah, know what that is. There's no need my, for this. Uh, my father-in-law, was, and again, totally is the one that knows about this kind of stuff. This is him yesterday. Look at him. <laughs> Dude, you all got hammered. Yeah, dude, he's trying to clear our driveway. But you're not going anywhere, so why do you have to clear it? I mean, you still got to keep the snow. I, I don't know. That's a good question. That's if you're just going to stay home, Tolly, why clear it? Well, no, you need to be in and out. You got You need to get it off your driveway. Otherwise, it just sits there for months, and then it packs, and then it becomes ice when it gets really cold. You got to get it off of your driveway. Yeah, because then it gets becomes ice, and then it gets slippery, right? Your car will be swirling. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Holy, do you have an ice pond in your backyard? We do. Um, wait, I, I'm, I'm hesitant to like move this. Nah, don't right? move, don't move. Totally right. Right. Is it, but I have, a, we, we, we actually have a pond. We have a, a big pond that the kids were skating uh, a couple days ago on. That's dope. I so you can build yeah. your own hockey rink? Yeah, we build our own hockey rink every winter. No way. All right, that's cool. Let's get you guys up here. I'll show you uh, what no. it's like. No. <laughs> My winter is I go to Mammoth. I'll go to Lake Tahoe and I want to go to Whistler. That's all I need to do. Three three days, go snowboarding and be done with it. There's no need. There's no need for all, all that right. stuff. Are all, all your right. kids good skaters, Josh? Uh yeah, for the, yeah, they're all pretty good. Harlow is prob- Harlow is okay. Cam Cam rips around. Max rips around. Yeah, damn. And, uh, hold That's on, let's good. see here. We got a video of the of the Tolly uh, snowstorm. What is it? The the hail yesterday that you got. Yeah, that was the sledding excursion. The sledding excursion of, of, of Casa Toli. Let's see here. Let's see what Casa Max Toli is on the, Max is on the front. Oh, where'd he go? All right, let's see here. And they're going down the hill. Oh, man, that looks 
Wait, that's your house, Tony? That's. I'm in the barn, the thing straight across. But yeah, my house is up above us. Damn. That's we do need to. I need to talk about it. Yeah, you know what? That looks fun. That looks fun. Okay, I I can do that. Yeah, that looks, it's a blast. Looks, hey, we get a fire going, get beers going, get some food, some chili. It's a whole the, the, the excursion is what it's all about. Okay, I can do that. Yeah, that's that that's cool, man. That's and everything I hear from people in cat like Carl, my wife, she's like, snow days are the absolute best for kids. Yeah. They absolutely like you. My parents would not see us. We'd be outside playing in the snow all day. The the kids were the kids were outside yesterday from about nine forty five in the morning, and we came in about five. No way. Yeah, that's all cool. day. Yeah, <clears throat> that's cool. All right, all right. Okay, so we got to get a totally hockey game going on. Um, wait, totally. Did you grow up in snow? I in Illinois, we had a little bit of snow, not like this. This is like real snow. So how did you become like Mr. Outdoors, like winter guy? I just, I loved it. I, I've, I've adapted. I, one thing I'm good at is adapting to my environments. Yeah, that I believe. <laughs> and Rick, you're ready to go. You got ice skates. You got a winter coat. You got a, oh, everything. Coat. Yeah, man, I've had a winter coat. But everything stays in our house in Toronto. We don't travel with it because it weighs a lot, a lot. I mean, if you're traveling with boots and, and stuff, nah, we just leave everything there. And uh, yeah, the skates are here, but I still haven't used, I mean, it's tough for for me to go out and uh skate we don't have rinks like like they do in canada where you can just it's pretty normal right um here here it is yeah there's one, that's true and, um uh, one of my friends actually went ice skating yesterday at the king's facility and dude there was about a hundred people skating i was like <laughs> I, I would kill somebody <laughs> you don't know how to stop <laughs> i'm telling you rick right now there's people listening going okay Kara, world-class athlete. Ricky, world-class athlete. We got Canadian citizenship for the kids. Maybe there's going to be a Mexican-Canadian hockey player coming through. I want them to play hockey. I want them to play Do you hockey. really? Yeah. It, I, I think it – I'm sure Josh would agree. Like, it's such a cool sport. It man. is. Like, it is. It, yeah. What they're able to do in skates with a stick and a puck, their hand-eye coordination is ridiculous. You know, they have to be – they don't get credit for being top-notch athletes, but those guys are top, top-of-the-line athletes. When you yeah, get to so that I got my King's hat on right now, you know? Oh, look at you. Right on that bandwagon. Oh, no, no, this is 2014. I earned this hat, bro. I earned it. Go, Kings, go. That, that was one of my first jobs. Actually, my first job ever, uh, my ever sporting event where I had a credential, was covering the Kings. They told me, hey, uh, if you want to work in sports, go cover the hockey game tonight. I'm like, Cool. All right. Okay. Cover the visiting team. I'm like, yeah, no problem. I'm like, who's the visiting visiting team? They're like the Columbus Blue Jackets. Cool. Let me Google this. Let me go figure this out. What is a Columbus Blue Jacket? They're like, you're, they have a hot shot rookie that you're gonna interview. Okay, great. Rick Nash. He was like 19 years old. And then in in usually there's visiting media, right? So I look around. I'm like, so who else is gonna interview him? They're like, just you. I'm like, why? Because we don't have anybody to. Columbus doesn't travel the media. There was no beat reporters. So I'm like, um, luckily, I was very well prepared. I knew all about him. Hey, Rick Nash, how you doing? Blah, blah, blah. And I didn't realize hockey players were so freaking big. Like, it was the yeah. first time interviewing a pro. I'm like, this guy is a monster. Then you look around. Yes. The thing about a hockey locker room, 
I don't know if you guys have been in a pro one. It stinks yeah. like a mother. Oh my god, those the, the pads by the goalies, it's yeah. like a whole they have two. They have two lockers. Yeah, they have two. Yeah. Because they have the one where they change it, then they have the regular locker room. But where we're at is like this is the most disgusting smells I've ever had. <laughs> like the the pads were just nasty. And it just like always hits you. And it was but it was cool. Hockey guys were always the nicest guys. Real we should cool. have a, we should have a hockey guy here. Josh, we should get one for, for one of the episodes. And, yeah. And, and have a shop with the, Jamie would be fun. Uh, Jamie, yeah, Jamie would do it in a heartbeat. Um, yeah. I mean, even his brother brought, I mean, yeah, we know enough guys. Yeah. It would be fun just to kind of switch gears a little bit and and they can take us a little bit into their, their life. So I, I kind of want to know because it's so different talking to those guys on game day. Like ever since they're like young kids, they're used to getting a nap in before a game. Uh, and all that, like the different stuff that they do compared to baseball players, it's 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 completely different. And it's weird because, or it's funny because a lot of those guys um, and playing in Toronto, I got to meet so many of them. It's crazy how how big of baseball fans they are. Like really, we'd walk, yeah, oh yeah, like huge Blue Jay fans. I mean, all those guys are from Canada, oh. and, and that's what they grew up watching. So they would come and hit batting practice, and you see these guys, and <clears throat> you know, from Steven Stamkos. Uh, Shea Weber, all, all these dudes, man. Biz Nasty, who's doing great things now on TNT. Um, he, they would always be around us. And and that's how I kind of got into hockey and, and and became more familiar with it. I was like, well, if I'm going to be playing here in Toronto, I, I I better learn this shit. And I still don't know all the rules, but I, I enjoy the game and <clears throat> the speed of it and, and how great athletes they are. So um, it's cool, man. It's cool when you get to talk to these guys, how, how they're like – big time baseball fanatics and like they run like big like um fantasy baseball leagues and like i, I remember i walked into a clubhouse one time because they the jays used to do these these winter tours where we'd go to different cities like calgary um ottawa vancouver and we'd always hit up the hockey game and and they would bring us in after and i remember jerome mcginla who's a legend and he he legend. came up to he came up to me. He's like, "Hey, bro! Like, I want to thank you. you. You won me fantasy last year. <laughs> <laughs> like shit, like that, man. So it's cool, you know that you're like, you're like you. You would think these guys, you know, probably just in the off season they're doing their thing, but nah, man, they're locked in on baseball. Again, is the one from Calgary, right? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> big dude, big dude. Yeah. Jamie, oh. Jamie flew." I think there was a group of Sabres. One year we we were in the playoffs, a group of Sabres flew a helicopter from Buffalo to Billy Bishop and then came to the game. That's it. <laughs> These guys are bananas. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. We can get some I hockey mean, guys on. And they're fun, man. They're like Best every story. hockey guy I ever Best. met was – they're just – they have a screw loose, man. The fact that they can walk around <laughs> with no teeth, you know, they just – I'm like, bro. Like they're like – it's like a – would you would you say would you agree, Josh, that it's like a sign of like toughness if they don't have a tooth, like, and they're like proud of it, like? <laughs> they have they have these they have these retainers that like they put teeth in them, and then like they'll like pop them out, and it's so disgusting. It's hilarious. I love it. I love all of those guys. At the Kings facility, there's a a big like bobblehead of of Drew Doughty, and and I was like, I told Sebastian, I was like, that's Daddy's friend. He goes, Daddy, why is he missing his teeth? What happened? <laughs> I didn't want to scare him and say, well, that happens if you play hockey because then he's yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the thing about hockey guys is they have a walk, right? 
they all walk shoulders out like this, and then their thighs are so big they have like a strut, like like they're yeah. just walking a certain way. Because I didn't know this. Um, if you're scratched for that night, if you're inactive, the players get sent to the uh, press box. Press box, yeah. 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 So I didn't know this. I'm just like, wait a minute. Why are these big old dudes in suits next to a bunch of overweight reporters? Like, I, I didn't know any better, right? <laughs> and they're like, oh, that's he's a healthy scratch tonight. And I'm like, okay, cool. And I'm like, why do these guys keep going like this? They, they all they all have their they're all like this the whole game, like this, right? The whole game. I'm like, man, like, what are they sipping on? Like coffee or whatever? No, they they look. They all have a big old wad. I'm like, wait, hockey guys are dipping? I thought only baseball guys are dipping. I think during games too. A lot of them throw yeah, them in. All, all you kept seeing all this all night. All <laughs> yeah, man, it, their, culture, I love their, it. their culture is different. And I, like I said, I got to see a little bit of and talk to them about, you know, pregame naps. And then right before the game, I don't know if you saw this playing closed doors, Beto, but they're usually playing like soccer. And shit. Yeah. In the soccer ball. And like, it's almost like part of their warm up. Yeah. Like, oh, that's, I'm interested in, in, in finding out what, where did, where did they come up? Where, where all like, who, who who said this is what we got to do or this is what we, we're going to do? Like, it's, it's it's interesting to me. Well, when baseball's in the lockout, let's have a hockey guy on. Well, well that yeah. leads us to uh, what we're going to do with the Let's Go Ricky Roll podcast moving forward in 2022. Uh, it's good catching up and just this is what we do here. This is uh, we just go and we talk and, and baseball's the background, but the storytelling of sports is the beauty of it. And what, what we're going to be doing this year is we're going to instead of just having an interview with somebody, we're also going to have. Little break, little segments. Uh, hey, the 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 breakdown of what did we see this weekend or what did we see in this past week? That the hot topic, boom. Because I know Tolly wants to have one a minute rant, so we're gonna have the Tolly take or the Tolly like to- takedown or something like that. Because the, you see that little grin from Tolly, he's got he's got so much like, what are you doing? Like we're gonna have that right there. So if you have any ideas for a segment that you might want to see, send a DM at the Let's Go Ricky Roll Instagram. And let us know, or you can reach us out on Twitter, an idea that you might have, and maybe we can incorporate with that. Uh, and, you know, a, a hot topic where, where baseball might be going on or whatever it is. And we're not going to get into the lockout or, oh, what should the owners do in the player? Like, we, look, that's business. We don't care. We don't know what's going on. If they play, they play. This podcast is more about the stories. But, you know, if we find out home improvement with Tolly or Ricky skating lessons or just what's going on, just a little something to throw in at the end of the show. And we're definitely going to have – Guests continue to move forward, older guests, retired players, younger players. But I really like the idea of opening it up to other sports and asking them about their takes on baseball. I, I like that idea right there. You, what do you guys think? I want to hear from the hockey players for sure. Um, football players tend to not even know how to throw a baseball, which is funny to me. But they think like, they can. That's the thing. Yeah, they think they can, but like they, they don't know how to swing a bat. Like they hold the bat wrong. And it's like, wait, what? You guys are world class athletes. And you don't know how to put the bat in your hand properly or you don't know how to throw the ball properly? NBA guys struggle too with throwing a baseball. Oh my God. Yeah. NBA guys are awful at throwing a baseball. Yeah. yeah. All right. So they, we're going to say the same thing about our shot, though. If, if we go to a court and we take a shot, they're like, what the? What is this? <laughs> yeah. All right, let's yeah. do it. I love it. All right, so we'll incorporate some of that. We'll keep on moving forward. Uh, also, update is we're going to have a show every single Tuesday, 10 o'clock. We're going to have a show for you every single week this year, at least 52 of them. We're going to have that for you. Uh, and then also because of what, what's going on and how the beauty of what's, what we want to do as it progresses, 
if there's a playoffs and we want to do a show two, three times a week, we can do that. Uh, we're going to be working with new partners. We'll have some announcement on that coming up soon about what it is we want to do. So if all of a sudden Tolly's late at night at the barn and is like, Bethel, tomorrow I want to get a 15-minute rant, we're going to do that, Tolly. Ricky's going to be like, cool, I'll be golfing anyways, but Tolly wants to come <laughs> on for 15 minutes and give a rant, no problem. So all that stuff is going on. So good news, <clears throat> uh, excited about the future for the Let's Go Ricky Road with Josh Tolly podcast. Hey, we might even make some shirts of Tolly tobogganing down a hill in uh, Oswego, New York, uh, or Ricky with no teeth at the skating rink. You know, you, all kinds of stuff for what it is of what's going on. But I really want to get into this. Tolly uh, is involved in the youth sports world, the different world. And I heard a story about you, Tolly, that when you were in Colorado, that you were like the man in Colorado. That's all I got told to say. What is it? I didn't know that. I knew New York, but what is it about you in Colorado that the people like you there? I am a man of the people. Of course I am. I get in a mix with all the right people. That's why. Huh? It's not what you know, it's who you know. But what was it? Like you were there like 20 seconds. Yeah, I was there 20 seconds. I just I put myself out there, sometimes to a fault, but I do it and I love it. This guy. Yeah. Yeah. I was golfing yeah, yesterday. We- and with some people in baseball ops, and they said, hey, Josh Tolley in Colorado is the man. I'm like, <laughs> what? Wow. Yeah. You, have to, you have to let me know who that was now. Yeah. I, I, it was Clubhouse culture, you were good, they said. Oh, yeah, Clubhouse guys. Those are my people. Okay. Yeah, yeah, big Clubhouse guy. Horseshit baseball player, good Clubhouse guy. Ask Tulo. <laughs> Rick, now let's get to you. So, because it's January, um, right now winter ball is going on, and um, you never played winter ball. No, totally did. But in January at this time of year, for a fan, what would a player normally be doing? Do you guys pay attention to what anybody else is doing, or like how the like the Dominicans, or the Cuban, or the Puerto Rican, the leagues? You didn't, right? Not really. I mean, you just worried um, about like your season, right? Yeah, I mean, when I was playing or when I was in the offseason, it was I was usually by this time in, in, in January, I was getting locked in and, 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 and usually pitchers kind of start around this time throwing bullpens or, or getting off the mound lightly and stuff like that. But yeah, I mean, I was usually packing my stuff up. What is it today? January 18th. I was leaving by the by towards the end of January. So yeah, these guys that play winter ball, a lot of them, <clears throat> I feel like are the ones that uh, uh, don't have jobs here yet and are continuing oh. to grind it out. Um, you won't really see guys that are like 40-man guys. Like some guys, right, Josh, go up there for like uh, maybe just to, play, to get them to the playoffs and then they kind of come home and I know they get yeah. they offer more money to stay, but it, sometimes it's up to the organization. Or organization, you know, they say they can't tell you what to do, but they kind of do. Well, I think what happens is guys that get injured miss a year or miss a bulk of a season. Like I, I know, I know Robbie Cano's playing right now, right? Yeah, yeah. So he's coming. He's coming off a suspension, I believe. Yeah, I am in Osuna too. Uh, yeah, from Atlanta. Yeah. So right, Marcelo Osuna. So that's the thing, right? Is like they're just trying to like really get back into it, so it fits the mold for those guys. And the competition is outstanding. I mean, you guys know how I feel about winter ball. Um, I would much echo what Ricky said, though. Other than the one year um, being down in Venezuela, like 
this is it. I mean, you're packing up, you're closing up the house, you're getting ready to move. You're gone. You're gone for eight months. And I think that's, yeah, that, that that's what happens about now. It is, I mean, just think about going right from now and then really going right into spring training. How, uh, I mean, I, I would be wiped out going into camp. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't think it's sustainable. I, although a lot of those Dominican guys that are minor leaguers and still play, they they freaking yeah. just they can just do it, man. They go at it, they they go hard, and but you know, again, it's it's being smart. But yeah, man, I I feel like yeah, around this time is when pitchers and catchers kind of everyone's texting each other saying we'll see you soon, can't wait to do this, can't wait for dinners, can't wait for credit card games, can't wait for. All that good stuff. And then about two weeks into spring training, you're like, I can't wait to get the hell out of here. <laughs> yeah, always. Yeah. That's exactly how it goes. Everybody's fired up. And then about about a week into games, everybody's like, this is brutal. Yeah. Is it the season yet? Yeah. <clears throat> is it? So around January, so like after New Year's, that's when it becomes like, okay, like the little tingle, like, okay, let's get going. Yeah. 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 It just depends who you are. I mean, veteran guys. Some veteran guys that I knew wouldn't throw their first, first bullpen until the first day of camp. You know, I always like like throwing three, four before I came in just to kind of feel a, a bit locked in. And then I was like, all right, I can finish what I need to finish out there in Florida. And right. uh, yeah, everyone's different. Um, everyone's throwing programs are, are completely <clears throat> different. There's not a set schedule or anything like that. That's just what I like doing. But yeah, I mean, it's it's it's. The, the first couple weeks, it's just pitchers and catchers. So you're like there early, but you're out pff, at like 10 o'clock. Pitchers are it, out. Pitchers are out at 10 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's uh, going to be a, a segment. Tolly's complaint. What is Tolly's <laughs> complaint? <laughs> hey, man. I, I, I see why position players hate pitchers. I mean, why would it, it like, dude? Yeah, we grind are grinding out there, and they're out. Ah, they're in the shower by nine o'clock. It's like, yeah, well, I got a nine forty-five tea time. You want to play? I'm like, no, I can't play. I got four more bullpens, and I still have to work out. Oh yeah, and I have to hit still. I'll see you at two. <laughs> and then, oh, then you're tired. <clears throat> oh yeah, then I'm miserable because I've been up since four. And better yet, uh, we're always in the training room tables, you know. And oh always, yeah. Oh, guys. <laughs> Jesus Christ, our workout. Oh arm exercises and now they made it a thing they made it a thing over the last probably five or six years where you have to go get your arm care the pitchers used to have to do their own arm care now it's the trainers have to do the arm care for the players for the pitchers what does that mean what does that mean they stretch them out that's what it means they they can't (laughs) stretch on their own they got to have somebody stretch for them (laughs) totally why are you so mad there's a lot because there's a lot of different little stuff that goes on. And then the other part that, that position players hate during games, uh, if you're a veteran guy, sometimes um, you get to go home early. Sometimes you get to watch three, four innings and then take it to the house. Meanwhile, the the the, the, the backup catcher is hitting there waiting for his, like, sixth inning uh, turn to come up. And then they're there for the rest of the game. This is after morning practice. So, yeah, dude, it, it's a long day for position players, man. <laughs> pitchers yep. definitely have their life in spring training. Wait, but pitchers and, need to run, don't you? Don't you guys like run? No, 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 no. No, we did a study, Beto. We did a study. Uh, the scientists did a study that running is not good for the pitchers anymore. 
So you, they don't run anymore like they used to. Stop it. Yeah, oh, no, that's real. <laughs> I used to crush runs, man. I used to love running. Shagging was what I love, and now I yeah. Heard, yeah. I don't shag during for games. No shagging. No flush runs. Yeah, they used to call them flush runs, and they'd run like five miles. These pitchers would just come back just sweating. And now, oh, no, 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 we don't do that anymore. Actually, our scientists told us that that doesn't work. So don't do it. Work work smarter, not harder. Okay, that's the segment. Old man Tolly. All right. Old man yeah, Tolly. That's the segment uh, right there. Hey, there's, there's a lot of cool stuff that, like, spring training. Yeah, just how everything kind of. Like it's like it's hey. like the first year of school. You haven't seen your homies in forever, and you see them, and it's the greatest thing ever. You're at a big dinner. You pull out the credit card game roulette, and it's like it turns in, intense. And then, like I said, it's like everyone's so excited. And then a couple weeks later, games start, and it's like, fuck, let's this, just where, where's where's my luggage bag? Unless you're a guy that's fighting for a spot, I feel like those guys, Josh, as you know, like they're usually on edge. They're like fucking locked in. Yeah. They're there early. They're trying to get all the early work done. They're not complaining. Yeah. But it's like the veteran guys I know that have their spot. They're like, fuck, man, like get us out already. <laughs> yeah. Spring training's too long. Um, so I I, I have a, a friend of mine who's an old coach um, who Rick, Ricky obviously knows. Um, I, I think part of the segment could be like some sort of like bitterness, like, uh, <laughs> like lump in bitterness because him and I used to just have the most bitter rants with one another. It was the best thing ever. We could get him on the show to really kick us off with real bitterness. Who's that? Tim Leeper. <laughs> yeah, that would be Let's a good get, one. I, I mean, oh, he, and, and I, I think that would be uh, – that's where I get my bitterness from. I hope he's listening. <laughs> I just spoke with him, so I hope he's listening. Wait, are we really going to do a, a bitter Tolly uh, segment? Why Why we won't? I can find something to be bitter about every day. <laughs> normally we're like a very positive podcast about like hey chase your dream get out there we're happy for you and then after we get rid of the guest okay today's bitter take is <laughs> i love it i'm in oh uh, no yeah bitter totally shirt. Right. i see the bitter totally shirts coming yeah the bitter totally shirts oh yeah. man get off my pond shirts right yeah that's right Oh, see, uh, the, the ideas are coming through. So, but we'll build on something like that. Uh, send it to the Let's Go Ricky Roll Instagram. So bitter totally take. Um, I don't know if we could get a guest to come in and just rant because I have a feeling like those bitter guys are going to need more than just two minutes. Uh, <laughs> they're going to just hijack the whole show. And, just, and then... <laughs> He's not that bitter. He's no, not. No. It's just funny. It's just funny. I, I, I can see us doing like we can get somebody to come in and just have us like a, a, a rant on the side, like a just just have them do have a prepared rant, and then as soon as we're done, <laughs> just hang up on us and just be done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, totally, oh, totally, all But yeah, so we'll have uh, more spring training stories coming on as uh, February gets going and all that other stuff, and we'll get into what credit card roulette is. The dangerous cards, the, the the fun stories, the dangerous stories. I think we heard a good one, Ricky, from Alan Trejo, right? Uh, his first credit card roulette experience. So maybe we'll get Alan to come on and tell us that story, all that other good stuff. All right, so we're going to have Bitter Tolly. Uh, uh, <laughs> what's the other one? Um, we have the Bitter, the, the, the Rant Tolly, all kinds of stuff. What else we have? The ideas that we got. Oh, the modern baseball, what we like, recap, everything else, and just all kinds of good stuff coming your way. Like I said, today's episode was just to recap, uh, catch up with everybody, make sure that uh, Ricky's healthy after his bout in the hospital. 
Uh, Jeez, and COVID right after it, after we got back from Toronto. Oh it's, it's been a grind the past month. We were stuck at home <laughs> for 10 days with the kids, and it was the longest Christmas break fucking ever. Like, today they finally went back to school, and it's great to be back. <laughs> I didn't want to bring it up, but since you did, Rick, yeah, man, how was your COVID experience? It was, dude, it was, yeah, it was crazy. I mean, it's, it, it's almost like if, for me, it, it it only hit me at night. Like during the day, I was fine, and then at night, it was like chills, and then like a bit of a fever. Uh, only a couple of days, and then Cara, it was one night, and the boys, our oldest Sebastian, nothing, and our middle one had one night of like low, low grade fever, and then he was totally fine for the rest. So we isolated in our house and stayed in and away from people. And yeah, yesterday was the first time I've seen my mom in like a month. I was supposed to see her on New Year's Eve and their house caught COVID. So yeah, we couldn't go. And then we caught it and it was, dude, yeah, it's been a, it's been a mess, but (laughs) everyone's healthy, everyone's good and everyone beat it. So yeah, let's just, hopefully we get back to some uh, normal times again. I know Toronto is on lockdown. People there are, are in indoors, but let's, let's hope that uh, everything kind of starts trending in the right way. And Tony, you guys have any COVID bouts, or you just away from Knock everybody? On. You don't meet people. Good, look Knock where on you live. wood. When you when you, when your when your neighbor's two hundred miles away, you don't have to worry about it. <laughs> I haven't seen humanity in like four months. Good, stay away. Stay away from humanity. <laughs> I mean, no. what am I going to say to that? Like, yeah, you're right. No, it, yeah. no it's good. We're, we're, we're lucky. We haven't – nobody's got it. Good. Yeah, you don't want it, man. It takes a toll on yeah. you. It's all right. All right, and then uh, let's wrap up here. Okay, um, so, Rick, how are your Niners doing? Oh, baby. I told all the Packer fans that have been texting me talking shit, I said, Niners are playing with house money at this point. Playing with house money. Um, they're not even supposed to be there. They're supposed to get beat by the mighty, mighty Packers. But if the Niners beat the Packers, I was like, shut your fucking phones off. <laughs> I am coming in hot. I don't like talking shit, but people provoke me. I told you over over text, provoke me, provoke me, provoke me. And then they're like, hey, dude, stop. Like, stop. All, all right, enough. And I'm like, hey. Yeah. So if the Niners beat the Packers, I told everyone, shut your phones off. Because don't poke the bear. Don't poke my, the bear. Uh, my high school coach, uh, before the it was the the Rams and the and the Niner game last week, uh, two weekends ago, um, was like texting me like two weeks before the game. He's like, I'm gonna bet the house. There's no way the Niners beat the Rams again. It's our house. Yada yada yada, and this and that and this and that. I'm like, all right, yeah. All, all I replied is like, we'll see, man. Yeah, I'm paper. Yeah, the Rams are a better team obviously like they they had a great year whatever and i'm just kind of playing that psychology game yeah you guys are supposed to beat us man look at you you went and got obj you went and got von miller and tell you what he heard it from me after that game i must have sent them like a hundred messages said it was 17 nothing beto and and he, he texted me during the game the route is on and I was like, wow. I was like, it's the uh, first quarter, second quarter, it's half, halfway through the second quarter. And I was like, okay. I was like, yeah, okay, dude. And we all know what happened after. 
totally. So Ricky goes to the Niners Rams regular season game, the last one, right? Uh, and he's there, and our good friend Razo is having a good time, good tailgate, everything else. Ricky's nice and quiet. You know, Ricky's the nicest guy, right? The yeah. nicest guy. I don't, I don't like being that fan, man. No, he's not that fan. But, yeah, yeah. And, and at SoFi Stadium, there was a bunch of 49er fans, and it was cool. You know, everybody had a good time. And Ricky's just standing there. What's he get? The nicest, quietest, probably one of the nicest persons I've ever met in my life. But then I saw a couple people chirping a little, chirping a little. And I'm like, and Ricky's like, uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. And all of a sudden, Ricky became the, no, no, <laughs> not arguing with people, but like, uh, he can only take so much. And I was like, whoa, look at this guy. This guy at the game. There was this guy at the game. And he kept turning around and waving his towel and like dancing, like every time, like looking at me, making eye contact with me, and like looking at the scoreboard. And dude, again, it's seven nothing, fourteen nothing, seventeen nothing. Rams are dominating. And <laughs> I got tired. I was like, bro, the game's over there. I, tur- I uh, he turned around like the last time he turned around to look at me, and I was like, the game's over there, man. Sit your ass down. <laughs> Don't look at me like like don't be that game. And let him have it, man. And he didn't turn around for the rest of the <laughs> That's great. That's great. Now that's why, I, that's why when when I don't know about you, Josh, but when people invite me to like sporting events at bars, I'm like, no thanks. Whether it's baseball, football, whatever it is, I just, I'd rather be alone. Like if I'm gonna be with guys who root for the same team as me, cool. Yeah. Um, if I have a best friend who roots for the opposing team, cool, yeah, let's do it. But like at a bar, like I can't stand fans who are like, "Oh, why didn't he hit that?" or "Why didn't he catch that?" or "Oh, like, uh, like that's not my cup of tea." Like I just <laughs> shit like that. Like, bro, you get a bat sixty feet six inches. I want to see what you can do. <laughs> Don't get real passive. You just gotta get passive aggressive with them. The, 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 yeah, the, the, the favorite one is like that ball's down the middle. I'm like, dude, you, you're watching it. Swing the, the bat. <laughs> <laughs> you swing the bat. Huh? Now, now, uh, so, but Ricky, oh, yeah. didn't, he didn't stop though, totally, uh, because the uh, cowboy fans also like poke at Ricky. So, a yeah. uh, uh, big fan of our show, Ruben Polanco, who actually helped out with the camp. The really nice man who Ricky might have met. Maybe really nice. Really nice. Maybe was super nice guy. Polanco felt the wrath of Ricky because Polanco decided to poke the bear. Uh, he's a cowboy fan, and he decided to send Ricky messages, and Ricky let him have it at the end. Ricky was sending him right here, Doritos, not your year. Official chip of the Dallas Cowboys. So Polanco sends me this message, Pinche Ricky is letting me have it. Like, wait, you don't even know Ricky. I mean, you know him, but not like that. Ricky's going after everybody, bro, because he collected receipts. He, he like, collected receipts. He's like, it's all right. He's like, cool, you guys got in. We're going to eliminate you guys this week. And I was like, all right. Yeah, I mean, cool. Like, again, the Niners are the sixth seed, man. They they, they, they barely got into the playoff. They shouldn't have even been there if the Rams could have gotten a first down with two minutes left. But they get in there and they go into Dallas. Oh man! And to do it at Jerry's World too. How how satisfying is that as a Niner? Oh, good. But I was like, okay, cool. Like if they beat the Packers, cool. But if they don't, hey, they freaking took out the Dallas Cowboys, and that's. I'm not saying <laughs> not your year. That, but God, Lee, that was sick to go in there and yeah, 
yeah, it was dope. It was dope. And, and, and hey, hey, man, I'm, a, I'm I love the Niners. Um, but yeah, it should be fun, man. This this weekend, I mean, I'm sure if they're healthy, I mean, they 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 can they they can battle it out with the Packers. Everyone knows that. Totally. Have you seen the videos of Ricky uh, in a Niners helmet and jersey sending them to people? No. <laughs> oh, I, I don't have those. But our friend Razo, who's a huge Ram supporter, season ticket fan, has a great tailgate where Ricky was at. He's a, he's a good guy to hang out with, an awesome dude. And if he's your team playing against his, it's like fun ribbing back and forth. He and Ricky go back at it, and Ricky puts on the helmet and jersey and has his kids around him in the jersey. Do you have it, Rick? Six, six and oh, baby. We oh. <laughs> You're such, such a troll, man. He <laughs> <laughs> texted me this morning and he said, I hope it's the Niners and the Rams because if the Rams win here at SoFi to go to the Super Bowl and beat your Niners. Oh, dude, I, I don't I don't even want to imagine that, dude. Like, I'm going to – oh, man. Like, if that was to happen, holy – I'm, I'm going to get a taste of my own medicine. <laughs> totally. Have you ever put on a helmet and had your kids get, participate no. in, in trolling? No. I, I sometimes don't even get to watch Sunday football. Oh, come on. <laughs> I, I don't. Oh, you guys don't have signal? My, my kids no, we, get, we have signal, but we have 15 sports going on right now all at the same time. <laughs> Yeah, what no, a bitter! Well, how bitter am I today? You are. Well, and, and you look like you're dressed for the first day of school too. <laughs> <laughs> this is my flannel shirt because it's four degrees outside. Oh. Tony, you don't watch football on Sundays? No, I do. Just not. I. I. It's just background noise for me. So I never like. Yeah. When I lived in Denver, Denver was my team. Now I, I'll just adapt the Bills while I'm here, and then. Yeah. Hey, Bills Mafia, man. They're, they're, those guys yeah. are crazy. Jumping on tables. Oh, I, I want to see you jumping off. Uh, the edge of your roof and landing on a table this weekend. Yeah. I'm working on tickets for Sunday. No. Oh, no. Wait, wait, yeah. wait. This guy goes from I don't watch games to I, I'm going to get tickets? <laughs> yeah. Watch. He'll That's be on how I roll, Mato. He'll be on the field. Gary That's how I roll. You're going to be on the field, Tully? I don't know. I got to call the right people. But, if I can get the right people on board, then that's why I'm in the mix. Wait, hey, so Beto does uh, CBS two sports here um, after football games, and he picked the, the the Raiders to win, and they obviously lost. And I said, "Don't you fucking dare say the say the Niners are winning." And he didn't. He went with the Cowboys. And then I know he went with the Cowboys. Okay, so I watched the segment. I watched this guy's segments because I laughed so hard. The, the mush. He broke the streak yesterday, though. He picked, which wasn't a hard hey, pick. Him and his partner have me in tears every day. What's the gentleman's name? Jim Hill. Jim Hill. Jim Hill. I mean, I will, I'll Google your news station just to watch your stuff on the internet. Oh, and then you normally post it to your Instagram. Yeah. Dude, it puts me in tears. And you guys just go back and forth. And then you say something about Ricky. Oh, Ricky Rowe's oh, going to get mad at me. <laughs> This week, did you like how I, I called out Raider fans and I put a list together? Yeah. There, here you I go. <laughs> I love it, dude. Yeah. Uh, I love it. Oh, uh, dude, it, it's 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 great. Um, it's fun. But, but no, this this weekend will be fun, man. I, again, I anytime you get to go play against Aaron Rodgers, 
that's 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 gonna be dope. I mean, yeah. the Niners they're healthy with Warner and Bosa. Oh, I I think we're in for I think we're in for a good one. And then you got the Rams freaking playing Tom Brady in Tampa. I mean, Rams fans are kind of thinking that they're gonna do what oh. they did to him. Oh, you know what? Look, look here, here. Yeah. Speaking of this, I know it's a baseball podcast, but we get into sports. We know what's going on here. And, yeah. and this is kind of how we're going to evolve this year, where if we feel something that's good, we're going to – look, notice we're not talking about the Lakers because, wow, forget that. Anyways, um, yesterday after the game, I'm working, and then uh, totally to get out of the new SoFi Stadium, it takes about two hours. So Horrible. what they've done is they allow people to just hang out in the parking lot again and tailgate again. So I, I'm, I'm, I get done. I come outside, and Ros was hanging out there. And Mr. Uh, next weekend, I think I'm going to go maybe go wine tasting, this, this, and that. That was on Friday. Now it's, oh, we won? Dude, how much is a fight to Tampa? <laughs> there were Rams fans in the parking lot yesterday. <clears throat> Tom Brady don't want it. Tom Brady don't want this. Oh, wait, 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 wait. But how come you guys weren't trying to go to Green Bay where it's going to be eight below, right? <laughs> so now you have this group thinking about going to Tampa right there. So it, it's interesting. Tolly, did you grow up a football fan? Yeah, I grew up a uh, Rams, and that was like Kurt Warner, Isaac oh, yeah. Bruce. Oh, that's right, St. Louis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, but, but yeah. yeah. I just ebb and flow. Whatever city I'm in, I'm just – I adopt them. Like me, whoever wins, that's my team, baby. I love the yeah. Niners. <laughs> and greatness And greatness tends to follow me. I was in St. Louis when the Rams won. I go to Denver. They start winning. I come here. The Bills start winning. I'm You're a winner. Start. I'm a winner. What do you guys want me to do about it? <laughs> It's excellence every morning, dude. When you wake up, <laughs> it's excellence. He wakes up, puts on his flannel, and he's got excellence ready to go. He's going to school today. What are my picks? Tennessee. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me get the solo. Let me get the solo shot right here. All right, here we go. Let's record this. I'm going Tennessee. Buffalo's going to upset Kansas City, I think. I think they do it this year. I'm going with the Niners, obviously. And the last one. Shit, man. Ah. I, I, the Buccaneers, man. I, I, I just, dude, it. You can't bet against Brady. Uh, it'll be a heck of a game if the Rams can play like they did last night defensively. It'll be a long night or a long day for Brady. But I think I got to go with the Bucks. I can't. Wow. I can't. The NFC West, dude. I, hey, another team. Ricky, <clears throat> welcome to my life. Being on TV, you're a hater, bro. You're just a hater. You just hate the Rams. That's what it is, bro. Well, I, Yes, I was watching the the Peyton Manning Eli telecast yesterday yeah. during the game, and they asked Russell Wilson, "Give us what do you think? Who do you think wins, the Bucks or the or the or the or the Rams?" And he was like, "Man, like you know, it's kind of hard to root against Tom Brady, so I got to go with the Bucks." And Peyton Manning, like no hesitation, jumps in. He's like, "Damn right, you're going for the Bucks." He's like, "There's no chance in hell I would ever root for an in division team, no way." And I was like, "Whoa, <laughs> so like, okay." Like, you know, he gets it. Like, it, 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 that's just the way it is. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I can't root. For, I'm not going to sit there and root for the Rams. Like, it's just not going to happen. I want to watch a good game and whatever happens, happens. But I'm not rooting for them. We need to have a Manning cast with Tolly watching games from 1970. Back, that's how you're supposed to do it. Look at that bunt. You know, you know, you know what I, I was thinking, Beto? And, and, and everyone makes such a big deal out of it. That Peyton Manning, Eli, telecast where Peyton said shit and it's like a big deal. Like, I think a telecast where you're allowed to like, be like, Oh fuck. Like, yeah. You know, and I feel like people would love that to get a real reaction from, yeah. from like a sports commentator or somebody announcing a game. I, that would like big home run or a walk off or, you know, like what's wrong with the word shit. 
I mean, I feel like people become more attracted to that Eli Manning flipping the bird. Like, like as long as you're genuine with it, it works. Like, yeah, 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 for sure. There's like, there's major. So I looked into this a few years. Well, but maybe two years ago, I looked into doing something like this because I think a hundred percent the fans would gravitate to this more than. I mean, listen, the radio stuff is out. Right. Like yep. nobody's going to listen to the radio. So you got to find a platform where you're at the game doing it live. Right. So you do like, let's say one game a week and you get tickets and you sit in the stands and they live through you and you just call the game like that. But how I understood it was there's major like um, Major League Baseball. Yeah, I, I, I guess has like a stranglehold on some of that copyright. Stuff. <clears throat> yeah, the rights would right. know better than me. Yeah, it's that expressive written consent of Major League Baseball, all that other stuff, because they pay billions yeah. of dollars for it. That's why they're going to do that um, A-Rod Manning cast style, like eight games, him and uh, Michael K. <laughs> and uh, the views and opinions of Ricky Romero aren't <laughs> Go, Ricky. Go, Ricky. But the reason, before Ricky gets going, because he heard about this while we were golfing, let's just say for the next four holes, Ricky did not focus on uh, that, that back nine. But the reason they're going to do it is because – Major League Baseball has the rights with ESPN for Sunday Night yeah. Baseball, so they're going to do it. It's it's a, Broadcasting is a copycat business. The moment somebody does it well one way, they're going to try to do it again. Will A-Rods be well? That's a, baseball's a long game, and they're going to do Red Sox-Yankee games mostly. Yeah, of course. Um, of course they will. <laughs> Six-hour games. Um, <laughs> Go ahead, Rick. All right, hold, on, hold on. Maybe this could be our, our segment right here. It was going to be bitter totally, but here's – uh, ravishing Ricky, let's go. <laughs> no, but I like what MLB Network did last year when they had like CC Spathia in studio and stuff like that, where they're talking chop and and it's almost like they're holding a podcast and then watching the game and explaining yeah. stuff that's going on. That's cool. I'm not saying you have to cuss or anything like that because again, there's, there's there is kids listening and stuff like that, so you run with, you know, you run the risk of people not being happy with that. But I think it's it <clears throat> just for me, just having a rod. I mean, I just yeah, I, I mean. He's not a guy I look at and I'm like, oh, man, I can't wait to listen to what he has to say. Yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I will at that. Um, but I said when I told Ricky, why are they getting a rod? Hey, but if he wants to have me on, I'd be more than welcome. <laughs> <laughs> we can talk about how I used to own his ass, too. <laughs> Let him know, Ricky. Let him know. Right? Hey, the, the, I, I told you I got to talk to Ryan Skillboards, and the first thing that comes out of his mouth, he's like, hey, man, remember when I owned your ass at one game and faced us? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, just never forget, man. We never forget, like, certain guys that you just freaking own. And because you owned A-Rod, he will never have you on because he yeah. always wants to be the best in the room, as George. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <some other laughs> uh, but, no, it is a good idea. Uh, I like it. But the reason A-Rod's on, because he moves the needle. You're either going to love them or you're going to hate them. You don't ever want to be vanilla in the broadcast business as simple as that. And Do I like it? Eh. It's another opportunity for him. I, I just love seeing the underdog and the little guy get another opportunity. And that's the thing, opportunity. Why does that guy keep getting opportunities? Because we talk about him. Yeah, here we are on the Ricky Rowe podcast <laughs> talking yeah, about yeah. him. Yeah. That's five minutes talking about him. Yeah, we're, uh, right. we're in a barn with a flannel talking about A-Rod. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we got good stuff. Uh, send us some messages on the Let's Go Ricky Roll Instagram, uh, and then we will have more announcements. A big, big announcement coming soon about the future of the program, where you can find it and see everything else. That's 
going on. As always, go to iTunes, Spotify, it's there for you. Hey, and let a friend know what's going on, and we'll continue to do it live on Tuesdays. Oh, and we have an update. Our good friend Ruben Polanco uh, is watching right now. And Polanco, is that a white flag you're waving? Yes, it's a white flag he's waving. All right. <laughs> and he's like, <clears throat> his, his response was classic, too. It was like, well, you guys are going to be eliminated next week. And I was like, <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> like, Come on. <laughs> You, you, you guys. can't text me. You can't. You can't send me a message on Sunday. And say goodbye, guys. Like you can't. You you lost. You you're out. You're done. Like peace. <laughs> peace. I love it. I love it. The beauty of a <clears throat> the beauty of technology, where people can reach out to somebody they don't know, but they do know them, and like, hey, oh, you guys are done. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> hey, Ricky Rowe says hi. <laughs> I'm sure I'll hear, I'll hear it from plenty of people. Even Dan Showman's already sending uh, tweets saying, welcome, boys. Welcome to the frozen tundra. And I know I'm going to hear it from him as soon as if the Packers. Wait, Showman's a Packer fan? Huge. Really? Huge, yeah. He, I, that, that game hit 0 on the clock, and he already had sent out a tweet saying, welcome <laughs> to the frozen tundra. We're looking forward to welcoming you guys. That's what he said. Dan Showman has 8,000 jobs. He's getting ready for college basketball and everything else, and he's sending tweets about the Packers. Oh, yeah. Love it. It's, it's, it's just, you know, you know Scotty MacArthur, um, Josh, and me yeah. and him, huge Niner fans, and there's a few others. Chris Black, who's a producer up there in Toronto. Huge. We're all huge Niner fans, and he made sure he tagged all of us. <laughs> so, we're waiting for you guys. I was like, that's oh, great. Man. And that's the beauty of sports. You troll each other, have some good fun. Shut your phone off. Shut, shut your mentions off if the Niners pull off an upset. Oh, <laughs> next week. Uh, so, totally next week, you can take the show off because it's going to be a Niner podcast. Uh, yeah, that's okay. <laughs> no, I'm going to watch the game now. We ain't I'm going to start trolling Ricky. Do it. We ain't talking about it if they lose. No, but you, you totally can't troll you because totally is going to send you a text and respond four days later. So, it, it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> hey, man, I'm going with this Bills. You go with the yeah. Bills. His Bills. My, my Bills. Go with my Bills. The Bills Mafia. <laughs> All right, gents. We'll see right. you guys next week. Totally uh, have fun in the barn. Ricky, stay away from COVID. And I will stay in the garage because I'm trying to stay away from people too. Uh, as always, let's listen to the Let's Go Ricky Roll podcast with Josh Tully. We'll see you guys next week. Adios, everybody. Adios. See ya.